Now entering Barbershop Confidential. Warning, not intended for the easily offended. Hello everybody, welcome back. Barbershop Confidential, episode 21. This is Jonah, the host. I got a special guest today. Christina is in the house. Hey everybody. One of the most bubbly people I've ever met in my life. (laughs) (laughs) You have like a very relaxed but bubbly vibe to you. It's kind of like... Almost like if you were high all the time. <laughs> you know what they say about <laughs> champagne. The bubbly always rise to the, <laughs> to the top. top. Right? <laughs> how, how are you doing, Christina? I'm so well. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you for coming. I was like, oh, man, she was one of the most interesting people I've met. Uh, just taking pictures with you. Real cool. Down to earth people. I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. it'd be way better than you being like she was the weirdest one. I know. <laughs> I've had some weird ones. Let me tell you a weird story. Oh, no. My first time ever shooting with a girl, I was so nervous because I was like, oh, my God, I've never done this before. Like, what if her attitude or, you know, <clears throat> she showed up super late the first time. So I was like, oh, man, I was there waiting for like an hour. She was like, in a, she wanted to do like a beat shoot. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm with it. And then five minutes in, she's, she just like, got half naked i was like oh i was not expecting this <laughs> so it was like really awkward but i was like whatever i'll just you know do take my pictures see how it comes out and then she got into a fight with a bum like a homeless dude <laughs> while you guys were shooting <laughs> yes she started arguing with some guy she was like because he was taking pictures from the pier and i was like you're on a on a beach <laughs> yeah have naked your titties around like what do you expect <laughs> what do you expect these guys to do and not do that but she got so mad it was like chasing him then they started arguing back and like face to face oh and i'm just standing there like mm, i don't know what to do like <laughs> do i defend her but i don't know her i feel like she's wrong like overreacting to the situation yeah that's that spongebob meat yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I was like mm, i'm out <laughs> yeah. and then she just like started smoking like and then just like the shoe stopped yeah. And we weren't even into it that long. And I was just like, um, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was super weird. So you were nothing like that. The whole vibe. Oh <laughs> that was my gosh. first interaction with like a female model. Wow. That's yeah. that IG model life. <laughs> that IG model <laughs> life. Yeah. Very weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It's crazy how um, everybody feels like they're these self-proclaimed models. Mm-hmm. You know, I do love the um, widened range and like the broadened view of um, self-expression. Yeah, but I do think that there's some folks who need to come back to reality. Yeah, like step back from the. <laughs> you take pictures, yeah. sister. You are not a model. <laughs> and they're quick to put like model on the thing. Yes, like, uh, like uh, for the longest time, I was like, I don't feel comfortable calling myself a photographer. Like I just like, you know, I like art, so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to express it through photography. Um, but you know, photographers kind of have like this stigma of like being arrogant or stuck mm. up, and that's not even me, as you've. You've seen me, you work for sure. For sure, I'm just super laid back and chill. So, right, yeah, it's crazy how people get wrapped up in um, titles based on um, maybe their education in it, or they feel like they've mm. mastered their craft. Yeah. So they're like, you know, I went to school for this. Like, I am a, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> studied I'm a or I'm a published, yeah. right? Oh published God, photographer. Yeah. Like, I'm a published. Photographer. What does that even mean? Like, they've had their stuff published. Ma- I know, but it's magazines. Like, they've had like ads. Who knows? <laughs> 
I know. What's crazy is, um, you know, people work. So I, I can I see both sides. You know, people work really hard, and so then they're like, "Hey, I, you know, um, I, I worked really hard for this title that I've earned, oh, right. and they want to be addressed by that." And then maybe they feel like it's discredited through social media oh, that when most everybody's yeah. a photographer, right? Like, yeah. Anyone with an iPhone's a photographer. <laughs> exactly, and it's, it's it's like almost unfair because the iPhone, the camera is so amazing. Like it takes really good pictures. And, like, the effort you're putting in to take pictures manually, adjusting the settings, like, mm -hmm. the lighting, the, the contrast, and all that. And it's, like, with that iPhone, it's just snap, snap, snap. And it's, like, right. oh, photographer. Yeah, but you know what's great, though, is it's the same folks who are, like, you know, film's not dead. You oh, know, yeah, where they're, yeah, yeah. like, you know, I can capture these moments in, on, like, a film <laughs> camera, right? Um, I think it's great. I think instead of people getting worked up about it being not fair, it's, like, cheating because you have an iPhone. I mean, it's just a different way of expression. Right. I do think it saturated the market, though, oh, right? Almost definitely. So now you're, like, who's an actual photographer who knows what they're doing? <laughs> who's got an iPhone? Yeah, could <laughs> you imagine you go to a shoot and they just pull out their phone? You're like, just, like, what? Um... Did I just show up to a photo shoot and you got <laughs> Portrait mode? <laughs> like, oh, no. Wouldn't that be like, uh, <laughs> SpongeBob it, I'm out. Yeah, I am. I have to head out. <laughs> At that point, it's just like almost like a creep just taking pictures of you. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Oh my gosh, pray that never happened. <laughs> I have a friend, and uh, this sounds bad. She didn't have a camera at first, so she would use her phone. Mm -hmm. And somebody asked her to do a wedding. I was like, "What are you going to do? Show up with your phone? Oh no, you can't do that. Oh, like, no. go rent a camera or something. Yeah. Like, don't show up with your phone, please. Like, oh my gosh, because <laughs> there's their friends are already doing taking those pictures. Like, right, what right. are you doing at this point? But <laughs> <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah. I have a photographer friend who he really finds it annoying that people use their phone and it's like bro the camera like sometimes like that. <laughs> I go on trips I just take my phone like I'm not gonna sit there and play with settings like ah, it's too much it's too I much. just wanna it's take bulky. a quick pic yeah <laughs> It's just for the gram. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. What's so crazy is um, everyone has different um, uh, desired outcomes for why they're posting oh, yeah. their art too, right? Like some people get worked up they're like you're doing this just for the gram and I'm like honestly for me personally Instagram is like my own personal archive of memories so mm -hmm. I'm re it's really less about other people liking the gram <laughs> and I've like crafted it where I go back and I get to look at my Instagram and I'm like hell yeah I had yeah. a great time on that trip or like I archive um, you know different places I visited or things I've done and that's fun for me and so I don't give a hell <laughs> if I used a camera or my phone for it you I know? feel like <laughs> that's what Instagram went, and all these social medias were created for mm -hmm. and it's just taken off people are using it for business which is cool but it's lost its uh its main core value of what it was for is now it's just to flaunt or to right. be fake because you can't even tell what what's real on there what's fake right. anymore uh it's I just it's sa saturated as you say people have like so many accounts i have a couple of accounts you know so i got a couple of accounts too, too. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right it's saturated with a lot of people who you can't even tell who who's what and even when I reached out to you, I was like, this is so weird. This is random. Like, she doesn't know me. Like, mm -hmm. in this day and age, you don't even know who you're meeting up with. It could be really weird. It could be really weird. I yeah. do my best to not be <laughs> creepy and weird. No, you did a good job. I never got any creep vibes from you at all. <laughs> I don't God. think I'd have gone with you on the shoot if I felt You're like, like, oh, you know what? I got to go. I've definitely got weird creep messages before. I don't even oh. respond, honestly. You could tell right away with the energy, truly. I mean, I think if people's intentions are in the right spot, you can tell pretty quickly. So. I, don't, I, I remember I, I text you something and... I had this feeling about it. I was like, I don't think she like celebrates this. It was, oh. I asked you on, I said Christmas, but this is before. before. I forgot what it was. I, I'm, It must have been some type of holiday. And I was like, wait, 
do you celebrate this? Because you got the vibe that I wasn't. Down. Yeah, like I was like, for some reason, I feel like she may not celebrate this, and yeah, I don't no, want to be rude because you know people could be offended. Like, yeah, yeah, like Christmas you don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah, I don't rock with organized. Um, oh, that's what it is. Actually. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, to each their own and honestly when I see people you know gathering with family and stuff like that that warms my heart and that's wonderful but not so much the, um, the yeah I mean I could care holiday, less exactly I could care less about whatever the holiday is the organized holidays that were created among um, you know <laughs> reli- religions that <laughs> oh, were also okay, created right. among men which you know I'll leave it there for the <laughs> listeners you know what I'm saying yeah um, but yeah I, I try not to get too wrapped up in those so I take advantage of the time that I get off from work which is wonderful and I spend it with family but you know I try to break the mold especially and when people wish me like Merry Christmas or whatever I don't get aggressive or anything I usually usually just um I'll I'll brush it off or whatever I said to you I don't remember exactly in the text but no because right away I was like I in the text when I said Merry Christmas in quotations, like, I don't know if you celebrate I don't know if this. You celebrate it. Yeah. With all due respect. For sure. And then usually when the holiday time comes around, as people say Merry Christmas, you know, they almost expect to hear it back. Yeah. And then you feel hella obligated or rude Do you if you say don't it say back? anything. I don't. Do you say holidays? I don't. I just say, I hope you enjoy this time with your family. Oh, that's nice. They're like, you know, Merry Christmas. That's a, that's I'm like, a, enjoy these times with your family. That's like a sweet curve. You yeah. Know? <laughs> just like, mm. sorry. Yeah. No, right, I definitely, right. even when I'm working, I, I, Try to focus on saying holidays because you don't want to say Christmas to celebrate with somebody who's Jewish or Muslim, right. and then they might be offended. So I just say holidays, and exactly. if they say Christmas, okay, you know, thank you. But yes, this yeah, it's tough. <laughs> What's crazy is some people get, um, you know, they get one side or the other. They're like, "That's so crazy. Who cares? Like, just say Merry Christmas. It's not hurting nobody." Right. Um, what people don't realize is that it makes um, it, it alienates and it really isolates people who don't celebrate it from Ex- yeah. being in a different religion. <laughs> And so um, the dismissiveness of it, actually, the way that I see America, really, and most of the world um, that celebrates with Christianity, the way I see them handling it, I'm sad. I'm like, man, you guys don't realize, like, y'all ain't the only ones with a book that y'all think is real. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. And and I've said it before. um, Well, I've had a conversation with other people, and it's like, I, I do... I come from a Catholic background. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't go to church. I don't think that I have to go to church to believe in a higher power. Mm-hmm. And I had a roommate. He was drunk, and he told me, he's all, what if we all believe in the same person, but we have different names for him? Low-key. Or her. Low-key. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> pff, blew my mind. It's true. I think yeah. about that, and that's genu- that's genuinely where I come from with it. I think that um, God is universal. God is within us. God's mm-hmm. not a single person. Um, and if it were a person, it would definitely be a woman. We know that. <laughs> I mean, it only makes sense, right? Women, women are made in the, in the image of the creator. Women are the only, um, ones that can create, right. And so create life if you think about it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that we do all believe in one universal, um, Godhead whom, whomever it might be, wherever, right. um, she or he may be, but, yeah, we all just we're all just trying to find ways to justify something. But you it's know what I hope. say? Yeah, we're hope, we, right? We're all just looking for hope. One thing I say is um, to define something is to confine it, right? right? And so God you, is you so kinda big. You kind of entrap it. Yeah, yeah, God is so big. God is so everywhere, right? And to try to define it with a specific religion or a specific identity is confining of yeah. exactly what God really is. So all of these attempts to define God in uh, in any way, I think, is just, it's just confining and limited. It's just for uh, 
when it's used for um for marketing purposes for Christmas or right or right Easter or whatever just these silly holidays that <clears throat> like you said, I enjoy the time off, so I'll take yeah, shoot, I'll take all the time yeah. off. <laughs> um, what's really interesting is I found um, as I continue to study and explore why people do latch onto those different religions, I found that a lot of it is like you were saying, hope. People hope. want to have something to to believe in, to grasp yeah. on, or to um, better understand what's happening in the world around them. Right, yep, most and so it's easy if somebody's already said, "Well, this is how things are, and this is why <laughs> things are the way they are." It's easy to latch onto whatever yeah. aligns with you and say, oh, well, this is how I, how I view the world, right? Yeah, no, most definitely. And, and I just feel like it's losing a lot of the, they're losing their value mm. because they got to keep up with times. They got to keep up with what's hip. And, yeah. you know, they're starting to lose people. Like these mega churches, get <laughs> out of here, get out of here. Yeah, so like now they got like the hip, hip, more hip mm-hmm. uh, pastor or, or whatever, whatever they have up there. And it's like <laughs> you're losing, to keep the people and to keep the income, you're, you're just, change it with times but you're losing the core value of yeah of what it was to begin with which is hope to me is just you know hope uh, exactly. we want to hope that there's something more than than, than this you know we move on right so crazy that that's the view like we hope there's more than this and i'm yeah. over here going like i'm really cool if this is it <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> like i'm really living fully so i'm like you mean if there's nothing else after this i'm oh, well, i mean just, i'm pretty cool <laughs> you do a lot of traveling i do I being do. in the you are in the military I am, um, yeah. in the navy correct 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 so you do a lot of traveling in general correct i do yeah, yeah. do you go overseas or are you more like land or yeah so the, the way that it works is you um are where you are in the world based on your current assignment and I've oh, had okay. such great time and availability here in San Diego because I'm stationed here in San Diego right now. Oh, that makes it perfect. Yep. My current job has had me here for two years at what we call a shore duty. So mm. I'm attached to a building, which is nice. I've, oh. um, I previously was on four different ships before. So oh, it's wow. been a How nice break. How long have break. you been in the military for? Oh my gosh. I'm breaching uh, just over seven years right now. Oh, you're going to go to 20? I'm heading all the way to 20. All the way, might as well, right? <laughs> yeah. in- in 13 years yeah, you still so be like, young still go work yeah. still be able to you know get your retirement correct the math works out i'll be 42 and retired i'm not mad at it oh not, not at all right <laughs> <laughs> i had i had a not a co-worker but some guy who worked near me he had two pensions oh nice. and he was working oh yeah he about i was that. like oh wow yeah. you know like he started young, retired, got another one, retired, mm. and then he's still working. So I'm just like, you got a lot of income coming in <laughs> right. aside from the one that you, you know, currently working, which yeah. is really cool. You know what's crazy is sometimes people have to do that, which is uncomfortable. We yeah. see them and you're like, dang, you must be balling. And you're like, oh, you got all these kids going to college. That's exactly what it was. It. Yeah, he had like a lot of kids, you know, spread <laughs> yeah. out. And I was like, yeah. ouch. <laughs> like, you need your second career for that kid you had 10 years ago. Oh, shoot. It's like, oh, you want to do that? Second mortgage. Oh, you want a kid? Second job, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, so I, I've really enjoyed my time in the Navy so far and the different traveling I've been able to do. But um, I think I have the most fun when I'm able to do my own exploring. Qu- question. So, because I saw you traveled, you said Thailand, mm-hmm. uh, and you've been other places. I didn't, I, for some reason, and this is probably ignorant of me, but I thought the military couldn't travel to different countries ah, being active duty. Great question. Yeah, good thing that we are, or you just outed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, we are allowed. <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> no, Oops. so with a with an approved um, oh, you know okay. paperwork, you can request the time to go to that specific country, and so that's exactly oh, okay. what I have to do. Whenever I um, want to leave the country, I have to route a bunch of paperwork that 
basically requests me uh, request permission to go and um, I get specific like security clearance to be in that country mm. and you know different things may t- uh, be taken into consideration before they approve my travel is it very like low-key you have to go with like the you have to go being like a regular civilian exactly. and you they can't know that you're military it's less about not knowing and more about not like parading or showing it right, right? so one to not embarrass exactly the two right. to not put yourself in harm's way because exactly. you never know yeah that, you, not everybody's a supporter of the <laughs> united states military yeah. right and that's okay um especially other countries you know? i know and you know it's interesting um the the craziest the craziest travel story that I have I'm almost hesitant to talk about it but I think it's juicy and the listeners oh, might like it, it. So, <laughs> uh, hopefully nobody hurts me after I say this online <laughs> if I die you know why yeah. oh my gosh um, so I had a connection through Beijing China on my way to Thailand and man that was the most uncomfortable I've ever been really? traveling in my life yes being um, in China. Yeah, the the airport. So, you know, normally if you fly and you have a connection flight, yeah. you know, you get off the plane, you're wait. in the airport at the gate and you just wait and you go to the other gate wherever the plane's at, right? Yeah. Yeah, not in China. <laughs> so yeah, it don't matter when the plane lands, everyone has to go through like a security screening, no matter what you're doing. So wow. even if you're just going to the next gate right next to you, you don't just walk over there. So they, you get off the plane and you go to like, a data collection area and they take pictures of your face, your eyes, they wow. they take fingerprints, they take all your data. Like as soon as you land. That's really it's aggressive. Extra. <laughs> it's very aggressive. I had heard that you they don't even let you use social media, our social media. It's true. So there's limited you need a VPN um and, yes, there's limited yeah. access and to get a the Wi Fi password like the code to get online on the air at the airport you had to scan your passport so they'd like know exactly wow, who's who you are in. and yeah. what are they looking at wow mm-hmm. that's and crazy. you know the code's only good for so many minutes um but yeah it was just so interesting they had a health quarantine section so you walk through these sensors and the sensors read your temperature and if you're too hot you're sick you're sick <laughs> and they don't let you go well because i'm pretty sure they don't want they don't want bacteria any, or right. or parasites coming in from other countries it was terrifying we were walking through and the girl in front of me must have been too hot and they pulled her and she was terrified and i'm thinking like oh my god please i'm like fanning myself i'm like (laughs) oh my god i'm in a sweater (laughs) that makes me feel weird because i run hot Mm -hmm. so i could just imagine like could you imagine be like no i'm good i'm just sweaty (laughs) once yeah exactly one time we were coming back from tj we were crossing back and we had the wagon i was wearing some really uncomfortable shoes so like and I was in jeans, you know, dressed. And I was like, oh, my God, damn. Like, I walked a lot. And I got the thing, and I was, like, sweating. The guy's like, you okay? I was like, yeah, man. And he's like, you okay? Like, it's very suspect of me yeah, to be, like, yeah. really. it sweating. looked like I was so nervous to be there. And I was just like, bro, I just walked, like, three miles or something. Exaggeration. I'm not the cartel. I just need more cardio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. And he was just like, all right. But he, you know, looked at me like, hmm, that's yeah, a little suspect. And I was like, you can check me, bro. I have nothing. <laughs> just... I walked a lot. <laughs> yeah, just let me sit down and give me some water. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's how I felt going through China. I was like, yeah, this place is a little rigid, but, um, you know, I'm down with Panda Express so they can keep bringing them food over here. But, you know, I don't know. It was a it was a mood. And unfortunately, that's the only place I explored. So I'm going to have to try to keep an open mind if I ever want to go, go back, back to because yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'm feeling welcome. Yeah. I'm not really sure I'd like to come back. The, I mean, there's other parts of Southeast Asia that I think are more interesting. I didn't even know that China there. was like that until I had heard it. And I was like, wow, that's, a, that's the most. Like, I know. 
Yeah. And they'd be making all our stuff. So, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Got to stay friendly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Because they were saying that China is like so, you know, evolved. That mm-hmm. they, there might be a point, but they don't even need anything from America. And like, yeah. Like we're pre- almost pretty much useless to them because they have everything and they do it better and they make everything. So. Well, having just been it's in the airport, I don't think that they want to have anything to do with anyone. Shoot, they don't look like they want to have anything to do with themselves or each other. <laughs> oh, nobody's very talking. rude? Uh, nobody talks. Oh, wow. You can't be rude if you're not talking, you know? That's true. Well, <laughs> you can I be can't rude with say, some looks. Well, I, n- there, you, there's no facial expressions. Nothing. Just there's nothing. It felt monotone. sanitized. Oh, yes. wow. Imagine at like... Um, like being a, quarantined. Yes. Just it felt like I was in a weird mental hospital oh wow <laughs> i was like i'm just at the airport we're on vacation just trying to get to my Can destination I, <laughs> I was like okay and i'm in like hot pink sweats and shit like and to them attention. that's completely yeah i don't know people just life. keep their mouth closed and their head forward and they move through that airport like it was nothing and i'm like nobody's looking around nobody's enjoying you know some airports have like art on the wall yeah and, you know stuff like mm-mm. not there sanitized just blank white nothing. walls nothing, nothing. Nothing. Wow, here in the U.S., Windows. they pride themselves in the airports being very. Maybe it was just the terminal I landed in, but literally just windows. Wow, and I was like, okay. I mean, I'm glad there's windows. It could be brick you hear walls. That? Don't go to China. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sure there's beautiful places in China. I don't know if I'll ever get to see them because I'm so scared of the damn right. airport. <laughs> and then plus all the things you have to do just to. <laughs> it is that yeah. You don't want exactly. There's a lot of hoops for me to jump through yeah. uh, being active military for the next 13 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see about it. Can they ever say no? Yeah, they definitely can. Just be like, no, you can't go there. Yeah, there's definitely parts even of Mexico that you can't go. You know, Sinaloa, mm. all like oh, the. Definitely, you don't want to. You know, all of the higher <laughs> higher crime areas, you can't yeah. just like pop over. But if you just put in a request for like, you know, Cabo, they don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, very touristy uh, part of Mexico. Exactly. So, yeah. Even though it's hot. I haven't been, we want to go this year. You haven't been to Cabo? I have not been to Cabo. Oh, We've been. That's to, like the fingertips of Mexico. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> at the very end. Yeah. You need to get over there. It's uh, like I the have, pinky finger. <laughs> I have family in Mexico City, so mm. we go there often. Mazatlan, which is Sinaloa, yeah, we go yeah. there often. Uh, but no, I haven't been to the Cabo. We want to go check it out. It looks nice. Yeah. A lot of um, pictures there on the gram. Yeah, exactly. All the gram. <laughs> I just imagine the, people the going to Cabo just for the picture, and then they're just on their phone the whole instead of enjoying enjoying the whole scenery and the life. Yeah, I got a whole feeling about that. You know, I, I see people. <laughs> yeah, I'm just happy people are traveling. Shoot, let me not get salty. But sometimes I'm like, yo, y'all are even trying to be a part of the culture that you're experiencing right now. No, but they just want to be on their phone. They want the cool pic. They want the, <laughs> the, the arches, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man and then save it for later to make it look like they're still moving on. right 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 <laughs> too funny no but yeah good i'm glad you came back safe yeah. and i was like wow i didn't know the military was so lenient about <laughs> traveling because so i saw you were in thailand with some of your friends and yeah, yeah. that was really cool what a dope trip yeah we celebrated the new year in um Thailand. Oh, you were there for New Year's? I was there for New Year's. That's awesome. What an interesting experience to see how people do things. So you celebrated before us, right? Yep, a whole day. A whole day A whole day before us. Yep, I got in there in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that weird? It was crazy. Like the same... Time in Same life, time. but you were a day ahead of us. Yes, and That's so, crazy. you know, it was so great. I actually got tattooed the next day, so on New Year's Day, but that was New Year's Eve for everyone back here in San Diego, oh, so nice. I was on the table getting tatted up. Was it the <laughs> tapping? I did. I got a bamboo tattoo. Where'd yeah. you get it? On the side of my, like, ribs, up on my upper left side. Oh, nice. Just added to some other work I already had, but... um 
Yeah, the tapping. That was wild. It hurt? It hurt. Really? So I, I do have quite a bit of tattoos. Y'all could follow me and you could see. But yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> I have quite a few um, bigger pieces. And I'm realistic about pain, right? Mm. I think the worst pain was probably my feet. That's so yeah, weird. Yeah, my but girls the feet is there. Is bad. Oh. The ankles are bad. She got it on her like foot foot. Yeah, that's like, rough. She said that was the most painful thing of ever. Of all of them. You know, yeah. I've got the chest and sternum and under boob. I got both ribs and stuff. But yeah, the feet, that hurt the worst. So anyway, if, to compare it to the foot tattoo, it was not that bad. So the tapping's not that bad. Oh, but so the foot's still king. Still king. The foot king with of the, pain. The, yeah, the foot is still king of pain. Um, put it up, up above uh, my on my ribs-ish area with the tapping. What's interesting about that, though, is it's really up to the artist because they are controlling the pressure and of the course. depth of, of the needle that's being like tapped yeah. in. And so the reason I think that it hurts a little bit more is because some taps are a little harder than others. <laughs> and you're like, ow. But... Um, the reason I'd say it hurts maybe less is I have a completely shaded in like full black, you know, um, um, piece where if we were using a machine that probably the, everyone knows the, the shading's the worse, right? The constant going over going and over, and over, and over yeah, yeah. for shaving, shading with um, a machine, that's definitely more painful. So to get what I got done with a machine would have hurt more than the bamboo. But mm. just outlining in the bamboo, depending on how he's tapping, I was like, oh. And that's yep, true with oh. any tattoo artist, even with the gun. Some I've had some where like they were like digging into me. I'm like, oh, chill. <laughs> yeah, I do it'll be there yeah. Yeah. And I had one where he, I couldn't even, like he did my ditch on my arm and I didn't, he's like, this might hurt. And I was like, it didn't hurt at didn't all. Hurt. Yeah. yeah, but. Everyone's so, got different uh, uh, pressure. hand pressures. But yeah, that's what was going on with the tap. I was like, it, some taps hurt more than others. That's so. crazy. I want to get that. It's cool. Um, we're going to. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> We're going to Hawaii this year. Nice. Uh, and I was, she's like, babe, we should get a tattoo out there because we got one in Kona when we went before. And I was nice. like, oh, yeah, get one more piece, a little small piece. Yeah. In Hawaii, that'd be cool. That's what I've been doing with my friends. We've gotten tattoos everywhere we end up going. Do you travel with good. the same two? This is my ladies. Yeah. It's, it's not always just the same, but that's definitely been my crew and uh, as of lately and probably forever now. But um, Are they as well military? One is and one's not. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, so my girl Lauren, she's also in the shout Navy with me. Shout out to Lauren. <laughs> and then my girl Heather, shout out to Heather. Y'all follow me on Instagram. Y'all see these fine-ass <laughs> bitches I be rolling with. One of them anyway. started following me. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I looked, I was like, oh, she's friends with Christina. Yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, God, I have just incredible people in my life. I'm very, very blessed. But, yeah, Heather, actually, she's um, a teacher in um, international school in Rio de Janeiro. So oh, I was able Bra to do... Brazil. I know. I was able to do Carnival earlier this year. We all went to visit wow. her. So, you know, it's been a... a you well, are living... What was that? Well, earlier this year, she is 2020. Earlier oh, in 2019, year. yeah. Wasn't it around April or March? It was in March. March, yeah. yeah. So I did Carnival, and then we hit up Thailand, and we closed out the year right. It was dope. That's amazing. Look at yeah. you doing big things. <laughs> Knocking you. out these big things. Yeah. <laughs> Before you have kids. Or do you have kids? No, no. You don't have kids. Not okay. in the plans. Not, not yet. Plans. Not plans. No, not no, that no. I don't want to get in your business. No, so. no. Get it. We have a podcast. <laughs> it's the Barbershop Confidential. Um, in the future or just not in, just no? Uh, yeah. I don't think I have any plans at all for, for procreation of my own, honestly. Mm, yeah, I like living freely. Just want to just do your thing. And yeah. I, um... I do have quite a, a large 
motherly nurturing um you know trait in me and it's pretty well fulfilled with some some beautiful children that are in my life that are oh, mine nice. and Nephews, so nieces. yeah that definitely that that Fulfills scratch has that. been yeah. itched right <laughs> that it's been fulfilled and i don't necessarily feel like i need to introduce diapers and shit to my would life to be, feel good <laughs> would you be like so against if it happened you, no I mean, no happens. absolutely not i don't think i'd be against it if that's what was in the cards but i'm certainly not trying right so <laughs> You know, hey, I'll say, I mean, maybe I'm pretending to try, but I'm You're doing right. what I need to do to prevent it. Doing the activity, <laughs> so, just yeah, being yeah. Uh, careful. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that's part of being an adult. What about you? Do you want kids? We do. I want a kid. Yeah. Um, uh, if it happens, it happens um, at this point, really. Like, you know, I don't want to force anything or try do do the most. But right. if it happens, if... if um, Does your girl ever pressure you with timelines? No, That's she was good. actually because she's a lot younger than me. Mm-hmm. So I'm 37 and she's 28. Nice. So she's more like kind of like you know I still want to live a little bit, and I'm like life. I'm getting all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're just at a at a now we're because we're getting married this year, so it's more like oh good yeah. So it's like if it happens, it happens. You know, we're not like oh no oh my god we're freaking out but right you know that's fabulous where are you guys getting married here in san diego hey. yeah her she her family uh, her grandparents can't really travel because i wanted to do a destination wedding mm-hmm. i was like that'd be cool go get married in hawaii or you yeah. know some somewhere else it's hard then you can't get the family out there yeah exactly so. some people do that on purpose <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> it's smart too because the people who go are, are the ones who really wanted to go right and more than likely those are the people you wanted, you wanted to go, to go. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i did that once i don't know got married i did you married, married and divorced no. yeah be like that <laughs> it happens it happens you know and honestly i feel like i'm better you young it. How old are you now, if you don't mind me? I'm 30. I oh, just yeah. turned 30 not too long ago. What a great number. I mean, yeah, right. 29 is my favorite number. I wish I could be 29 for the rest Forever. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you can. This is just your second 29th birthday. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm 30. Uh, you know, I'm not good with my memory. I think I was like 23. Pretty young. 23, 24 when I got married. 24, probably. I was 24 when I got married. And... Um, I wouldn't say that I was necessarily too young to have made decisions. I think right. that we'd maybe made um, a decision. I'd, I'd be lying to say it was like hasty or too fast either. We were together for um, quite some time. Was it like your high school sweetheart? No, no. Oh, thank God. Um, I'm against co- that. I know. <laughs> it was more like a college sweetheart. We were together oh, okay. through most of college. And um, yeah, what an incredible man he was and still is. Uh, but we definitely grew apart, and it's truly for the it, better that we're not together. <laughs> we're able to be the better versions really of ourselves. It really just happens that way. Even with uh, any relationship, friends, you know, like, you're cool, 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 and then just life. Yeah. You take one side and the other. You know, it's nothing, you start nothing bad. You guys are both growing, but just in different directions. Right when it started to feel like moving together was more uncomfortable than moving in our own way, that's when I think we were both like, yeah. We you guys did it nice and thing. mutual. Like, you know, hey, like a cool understanding. Like It was pretty mutual. I mean, it definitely wasn't all roses. We, right. I'm, oh. not, I'm not a <laughs> robot. So, you know, there were times where I was definitely, you know, in my buckets of, of emotions. <laughs> But um, I'd say overall and in the grand scheme of things and also comparatively to other stories I've heard and stuff. Yeah, it was definitely very cordial and mutual and um, I'm grateful for it. No, no feelings um, too terribly tarnished and lost there. That's good. We're able to be um, amicable and friendly. Military as well? No, no. Oh, that's good. 
And he's enjoying his his freedom. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's fine. If you like you that. have a boyfriend though. I do. He's back I in do. Vegas? Shout out to Daniel. You know, Daniel. I would say go follow him, but I don't need y'all lurking on his page. <laughs> we don't need these little thirsty. I uh, no, no. It's <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, he's he's absolutely incredible. Yep, he's in in Las Vegas. That's where I'm from. Yeah, and he's holding it down over there. How does it feel doing the long distance? And can you even call that long distance? Because Vegas is not oh that far. Gosh. It's so, like a thirty minute flight. <laughs> you know, I did do the truly long distance with my um, first husband, and that was tough. And I'll say this. You said for sorry to interrupt. You said first husband, like there's a second husband? Well, you know, Daniel, you know, there's some potential. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, I hope he doesn't listen to us like, oh fuck, I'm, I know. Oh, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Um, but with um with my first husband, I that long distance, that was definitely toilsome. It took a lot and it was cross country and oh, shit. yeah, that's that's a that's, time differences and stuff. Yeah. Um and so yeah, this with being San Diego to Vegas, it's much easier. It's thirty minutes flight like you said and $50 trip it ain't no thing exactly (laughs) shit I'm picking them up tomorrow on that spirit okay um so yeah it's definitely easy and manageable but I'll say that um nothing's like being together right and so even if it's just a quick trip we're very grateful for the time we have together but obviously it's better and that's that's another thing I've said multiple times like it's good to be in the same a place. Part. Well, yes, but, but it's good to have your space. Because mm. then when you see each other, you really take advantage and appreciate the moments that you have together. That's true. Because you don't, like, oh, I might not see you for a week, two weeks, whatever. Yes. Uh, when people, I feel when people see each other way too much over and over and over, and it's like, you start to pick up on the things you don't like right away, mm-hmm. and it annoys you, and then you start fighting, whatever. For sure. The contrary would be... Um, when you're in a long distance relationship, the honeymoon phase lasts longer. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you don't necessarily pick up on some of those things that you <laughs> right, don't like yeah. about a person until you're like moving in and shit. <laughs> that's yeah, scary. That really does show like, you know, and the that's, true colors that's and the story of, I'd say about what happened with my first marriage. You know, we were long distance for a long time and like years. And then when we finally moved in with one another, <laughs> it was like, Oh, you don't wash dishes. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Exactly. You like, why are you brushing your teeth with your foot? What is happening? <laughs> Wait, what I'm kind kidding. of a man was you there? <laughs> Shit, I'm playing. That's, but. Kind of, that's kind of one flexible <laughs> and two impressive. <laughs> I'm just happy he's brushing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so you just learn all sorts of things about a person when you finally are like with each other day in, day out. And yeah. so, yeah, even though I'm Could long distance right now, I'm enjoying that time. Like you said, your, your, your distance space. makes the heart grow fonder. You get that space. But um, I am definitely going to be mindful of, of making that next move and, and living with a person. Definitely you know, got the experience down. So. Right. And I believe it takes a lot of confidence from both sides. You're a very pretty girl. You know, you're in shape and, you know, your pictures. I got these bangs. Yeah, you got these. <laughs> you're out here, you know, you work out often. So, like, I'm mm-hmm. sure, I'm sure dudes hit on you. I'm sure guys slide in your DM. So he has to be confident with like one hundred percent, yeah. And he is; he's definitely an alpha male for sure. So. Oh, is he? Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, "Yo, you need to calm down." But yeah. he's great; I love it. Um, but you're right; there is definitely trust and confidence that has to come with a long distance relationship and any relationship. Yep, yeah. I guess that's true. Shoot, yeah. any relationship. You're right. <laughs> you're right. But especially long distance. Yeah, because <laughs> you know the needs are are the wants. Right. For you sure. Can't have it and. They're gone and... Exactly. <laughs> it's rough. It'd be like that. 
There's a old saying in Spanish about long distance relationships. Oh, so, tell me, tell me. <clears throat> amor de lejos, amor de pendejos. So it means like uh, the more the. Hold on, I I know a little bit of Spanish. Let me try that. Do it again. Amor de lejos. Uh, if you love from something, distance. oh, love from distance. Amor de pendejos, love for dummies. Love for dummies. Oh, I thought pendejos were bitches. Uh, pendejos like dumbasses. Oh, okay. or, yeah, because <laughs> you know, but that just goes back to like. Uh, honestly, how Mexicans are. Um, so very insecure women. The women are hella insecure. So. I don't know about that. I know some confident mm, Mexican women. Maybe now, but like <laughs> the original ones. <laughs> Shout out to you, Cindy girl. I hear you. I see you. <laughs> they crazy though. Very, yes. <laughs> My fiance is actually half Japanese and half Mexican. Okay. So I get like this cool kind of weird mix okay. like she can be crazy <laughs> she but she's very chill and laid back and likes, rice. <laughs> and likes rice <laughs> <laughs> she loves rice <laughs> and likes rice love yeah. that that's perfect yeah man oh my gosh do you ever like wonder do you do you not question him but like because you know like what you up to yeah like not so much because I, I don't think it's the I don't think it's that he doesn't trust you. It's probably he doesn't trust guys around you, or mm. you don't may not trust you trust him. But yeah. there's women who, who get like a, a thrill out of like trying to get the guy that get in the relationship. Right, and, right. That's a great question. I'm actually glad you asked that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I actually I really do trust him. Um, you know, and if he makes me look stupid in the future, I'm gonna come back on this podcast <laughs> and let everyone know about it. It's kind of scary. You're in the military. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, I, I do, I do trust him, and I think that comes from just age and maturity, and like back, we both yeah. have been through enough relationships where you're like, if I don't want to be with this person and I'm interested in someone else, then I'll just be single and do my thing, yeah. right? Like I will just go do my thing, and so, um, yeah, no, I definitely do trust him. We both have decided, like. Yeah, you're pretty dope. I'm gonna stick around with you. <laughs> <laughs> to make it work for long distance facts. Yeah. Yeah. I always think I think now, not always, there was a time when I was that insecure person, but now I just think like if if something happens, I'm not wasting no energy fighting it. Like Yeah, no. Good luck with life. We'll just we'll go on our own <laughs> ways and shit. Like SpongeBob. I yeah, I'm gonna head, head out because <laughs> I'm not you know, all the energy people waste and being angry and, and, mm-hmm. and tears and emotions when or no reason then then what you're just left there just there <laughs> in your <sad>. tears <laughs> in the buckets of tears <laughs> buckets of tears yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i feel that man <laughs> life's weird life is extremely weird yeah i'm living it all the way though it's okay yeah just That's in case there's do. nothing else <laughs> just in case <laughs> Just in case there's nothing else, I'm going to be super full of whatever it is that we're supposed to do here. Yeah. I'm pumped. What can you do? <laughs> what does your chain mean or say? Oh, it says my name in Farsi. Oh, nice. Yeah, Did you get that Christina. in a different country? or? Oh, it's a gift from my family, yeah. Oh, that's dope. Um, very cute. Can I ask what? what sure. What is, uh, Nationality. Yeah, right? like yeah. it's so weird because I don't like saying race because yeah, I don't what the hell are you? Or, He's like, you, you look white. What's up? Yeah, I don't want to say just are you, you know, <laughs> run of your mill. Yeah, a white girl for sure. No, I'm Persian and Italian. Oh, look yeah. at that! And I got the milkier end of the color. Right, because Persians are a little bit darker. I know, but the rest of my family has melanin. Oh, really? <laughs> I just eat melon. That's <laughs> all I got. That's cool. Who's who's uh my dad is Persian and my mom's Italian. Look at that pulling a little Italian bird mm-hmm. from 
here from my dad was born in uh well he wasn't born in iran but he was his family was traveling at the time but yes he's iranian <laughs> and um my mom was born in upstate new york oh that's what's so. up east coast mm-hmm. i love new york yeah i have a i got we call each other cousins but we're not really cousins just our families go back for generations yeah um her dad is from Iran. Oh, yeah. And her, her mom's Mexican, but she has like this really like unique, very a whole look to pretty her, huh? look. Yeah, very. Yeah. You could see the Middle Eastern, but, in, but you can also see the Mexican side. So For sure. Very unique. She's very pretty, but that's very, usually very what dark ends up happening. Though. People are like, what is up with you? Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell. But it'd be like that. Have you been to Iran? Or oh, Persia? no, no, no. I- Iran? No, no, no. Iran. Yeah, no, Sorry. I have. It's okay. Chop that up. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, no, I have not. And especially no, I don't not think now. I, yeah, especially not <laughs> now. We're doing some things. Over yeah. We're busy. <laughs> How does that, does that make you feel? Oh. Are you just like identifying as like American? And- yeah. Okay. So actually, I don't mind speaking on this. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm an American. So we'll start with that. I do identify as an American. I um, know that I have Persian roots and I definitely love to celebrate those and, and acknowledge that. I do have family who is in Iran right now and I have family who've left Iran and they've come to the United States. But um, the most I'll say without getting too political, considering right. my military <laughs> affiliation, would be that That country is not necessarily at peace with themselves. Mm -hmm. So anyone who looks back into history will know that the leaders of Iran right now are not doing right by the people. Right. And so our current state of uh, military affiliation with them, um, or or the lack of affiliation, what we're doing over there, um, some people might think like, oh, my gosh, all these innocent Iranians. And um, is that the correct? I would have chopped that that's, completely. Up. I'm like, Iran. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I think I think more so people need to realize that there's a state of political unrest there. Right. And the people there don't have a voice and they can't have a voice. As is most for the most of the Middle East. Yes. And. They're, they've been celebrating what we've been doing recently. And I've spoke to my family who's over there, and they were really happy with America's recent uh, interactions. <laughs> interactions? Yes. Does that make you feel kind of like uh, like in the middle of something? Like No, I, I don't feel split. Or what I meant to say was with all the memes that started generating mm, from... Mm-hmm. The World that, War Three memes, yeah, yes. Like, yes. That it make you feel some type of way? I think it made me more so feel some type of way to see the ignorance, but that's the something that you yeah. see every day, and it's not just about World War Three memes. Yeah, just in general. <laughs> I see ignorance everywhere, every day, like everyone else does. So I don't think that it made me feel any particular difference, but I will say that I, I was able to open my eyes and really look around and go, man the majority of the people in America have no idea what's really happening in Iran. Right. They're like, you think we're starting World War III? I'm like, you don't realize the that you're that helping would, liberate one step closer. The ones like, that would bother me are like the, like the ones who play like the, the video games about war. I don't, I don't, I don't play the video call, games. Call so of Duty. The people. Call of Duty shit. I'm just like, you have no idea. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys have been clearing rooms with your homeboys yeah, with headsets on. With headsets, exactly. So okay, they're very kind of game warrior. Speaking of ignorance, something happened and I felt terrible about it because one thing I don't want to be is ignorant or sound ignorant or, or come off that way. I was having a conversation with somebody and I was we were talking about how expensive it is to live in San Diego. Mm. And I, I said, you know, yes, it's pricey here. But it almost makes you want to work harder because you know that it's so expensive here. So you try a little bit harder because you, you need it. You need to try harder. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, you know, San Diego, um, <clears throat> a lot of people are having a hard time. And I was like, yeah. And I felt like, oh, my God, did I just insult her? Like, did I just say, like, you're not trying hard enough because mm. she was saying how hard it was. And I was like, yeah, but you know. But I was just in my, you know, like, yeah, well, it kind of motivates you to try harder. And then oh, I no. felt so bad. I almost, <laughs> but she was a <clears throat> kind of a customer in, in my line of work. I don't, um, I wanted to reach out, but I didn't want that to be inappropriate. So yeah, I was just yeah. like, I'm going to just let it <laughs> die out. But it bothered me the whole night. I was and like, that, like it was I like eating me up. I was like, damn, I really, I wanted to apologize because that's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. By no means was I trying to insult anybody who's going through it because God knows I've been through it. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, no, I've definitely had moments like that where I've been <laughs> like, oh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I just told my mom a story when I, I used to live up north. I don't know if you know California well, San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. Oh, Familiar. Yeah, I used to go to school there and um, I was so broke, Christina. It's not a joke. I was broke and I was working, going to school. And I remember getting off work. I was like, oh, I got a top ramen at home. I'm about to get home and kill it. I get home and I start going up the stairs and my roommate's coming down the stairs eating my top no, ramen. No, no, And I was like, no. is that mine? He's like, oh, yeah, I was hungry, bro. And I was like, <sighs> so I just went back downstairs and went to my room. I was so hurt. Like, oh, I was no. like, that was the only food I have until I get paid and no. suck. So people going through it, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You just... <laughs> <laughs> I need to bring you a top ramen <laughs> for good measure. You got to like appreciate the. Yes. And I remember I went into my room. I was like, man, I'm fucking hungry. Like, what am I going to do? So I was like, I know I'm big, but we still hungry. If we're not hungry. Oh, we don't get no, fed. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I started digging. I keep a, a coin jar. Mm-hmm. So I, I managed coin. to get a dollar's worth. I go to the store and buy some bread and made some tuna sandwiches. But Oh, man. But I was like, damn. But like the. Walking in and trying to knowing you're gonna eat something and then it's gone, you're just like, boom. oh my gosh. <laughs> so um, I know the struggle. <laughs> yeah, that's a real struggle. And yeah. ve- that's very humbling for me to hear. To be <laughs> honest with you, I think about um, that when I, when I when I enjoy victories, mm-hmm. I still think about that because I gotta keep myself. You know, just because I'm doing good now doesn't mean it it's, can't change. It's a humbling or, reminder for sure. Definitely, yeah. Wow. That's incredible. That that makes me think. I wonder, you know, I, I try to, to practice gra- um, gratitude and mindfulness often. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to spend some time this evening after we're done here <laughs> and reflect on what is it that I over some think top back to over some top ramen. Yeah. yeah, what's my top ramen moment? Your top, yeah, everybody has my, a top ramen moment. Yeah, what's my top ramen moment that makes me remember and, and, and want to practice that gra- um, gratitude. That whole year that I lived there was just a huge life lesson. Mm. I ended up meeting somebody and I honestly think he was an angel sent from God mm-hmm. because he looked over me, like looked after me in the times that I needed. Like when I was down, he would, he was a manager at a restaurant. 
Wow. So he would give the, tell the cooks to make me a plate, not charge me. Wow. Or he would know that I didn't have money for gas, so he would help me out. Like Wow. Yeah. I appreciate this man so much. He just knew that you were grinding, huh? Yeah. That's so dope. Yeah. Wow. There's cool people out there. <laughs> there's, there's cool people, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> wow, but Jonah, a lot of people are crazy. taken for granted. And yeah. I'm kind of nice. speechless over here. I'm really touched <laughs> by that, really. Being nice, people look at it. It's not what it means, what it used to mean. You mm-hmm. know, Being nice now, people think that it comes with it. It's a separate agenda. Or, you know, Like if a guy is nice to you, you're just like, hmm, why is he being so nice to me? Like, mm-hmm. Where sometimes, not all, because there is creeps. Mm-hmm. They're just really nice people. They're just trying there. to be nice, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. No. I didn't mean to drop you with all that. <laughs> no, I like it. Heavy it's, it's humbling, honestly. And I'm truly just trying to sit and think about what's my top ramen moment. And yeah. I'm grateful I don't have a legitimate top ramen moment. I'm and very I'm, grateful. Yes, I wouldn't wish that on nobody. <laughs> yeah, wow. Those moments are horrible. That's wild. But well, look, look I at, know that there's people who went through worse. Like yeah. somebody else's top ramen's way stories worse than mine, and I should be thankful I even had the chance to even have a roof over my head. Right, and all that. right. So always think that there's always like whenever life is going bad, there's somebody going through something worse. Way worse, right? Pull your pants up and you know <laughs> handle your shit for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just thinking, like, man, from Top Ramen to now, I'm sitting here in the studio of yours. I'm like, dang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish you guys could see what I'm looking at in here. Jonah's got quite the setup. Yeah, thank it's you. It's pretty sick We days. worked hard for it. Yeah. Well, no kidding. Yeah. From Top Ramen to Frida Kahlo on the walls. We'll yeah. <laughs> I like it. Definitely. That she, all her art she buys, and then I hang up And you hang pictures up all yours I took, that yeah. you took. Yeah, yeah. this is great. He's got a really beautiful shared space in here with his uh, girl. It's pretty dope, you guys. Yeah. A lot of people have been here. Yeah. People have been on the podcast. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, I'm episode 21, so 21. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I threw you off with my story. It's it just, okay. It just, it's it, okay. When you were talking about ignorance, I was like, oh, my God, I felt so bad with her. And then um, there's a lot of ignorance in the world. And I really don't try to talk about things I don't know anything about because mm-hmm. I don't want to be ignorant. I feel that. Hey, but sometimes you need to ask questions about things you don't ask. know yeah. about. So I don't like to pretend ignorant. that I know. I rather ask. Mm. And th- and people be like, "Why are you always asking?" Because I don't know. I'm A not going to questioning attitude. Yeah, love that. Oh, I've been called <laughs> in- inquisitive, <laughs> and I was like, I rather ask like if i go to the store and i don't know where something is most people were like i'll just find it no no just go ask i don't want to waste my time like where can i find this right right over there thank you no why is that why do you think people don't like asking questions know-it-alls know-it-alls pride you think pride Mm. ego would rather not ask Mm -hmm. wow ego like people who don't want to ask for help they'd be like no i got it i got it just ask for help right it's not gonna kill you it's um, it shows you're vulnerable. You're, it's okay to be human. Mm-hmm. It's okay to ask for help. That's so interesting. I see nothing wrong with asking for help. Man. Obviously, you want to you know, exercise all the opportunity or avenues you can to find out a solution for yourself. But sometimes you can't. Like, you just got to like, drop the ego a little bit and be like, yo, I need help. Right, right. Yeah, that's so. That's that's another humbling thing I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm like, man, when is the last time that I I needed to ask for help, and and what did that feel like? And yeah, I can totally think about it. You know, I I'm embarrassed to tell this story, but it's real, so I think people will appreciate it. But 
my garbage disposal was clogged and I was so frustrated. Oh, I was so frustrated. And I called my dad to ask for help. And I'm grateful that I have a dad that I can call and ask for help. Okay, we'll start there on gratitude. So I get him on (laughs) FaceTime and he's trying to walk me through it. And he's being so patient and very thorough about what I should do. And I am so frustrated. Oh, I'm so mad. I can't do it. I don't feel like I'm strong enough. Like I'm not able to physically turn the blades like I'm trying to. And everything I'm doing is it's failing. It's totally failing. And I'm asking for my my dad's help. But. What's crazy is sometimes the way you ask for help actually changes <laughs> everything. And I was being such a brat. I was being such a so brat. daddy's little girl. Um, I definitely am. Yeah. I was being such a brat. And he was trying to help me. And I was just attitude. <laughs> attitude. He should have slapped me if he were in person. We were on the phone. But I deserved, I deserved it. But, yeah, I just had such an attitude. And I was being so short. And it was his fault that... I couldn't get the garbage disposal to work, of course. <laughs> um, but, you know, I thought I was doing the right thing by, like, humbling myself and being like, all right, I'll just call my dad for help. But the way that I did the it, attitude it, you it actually, it, yeah. yeah, it actually wasn't, it wasn't truly humbling to ask for help at all. <laughs> I, my ego was definitely in the way still. Oh, even, so, even in the moment of asking for help, I'm your asking ego was for still help, like, but my no. ego was right in the way. Yeah. And then I'm thinking that like, happens a lot. Yeah, I'm going here. He is telling me exactly what to do. I'm doing what you're telling me and it's not working. So clearly it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> clearly it's his fault from the East Coast. Uh, he's in Vegas. He's oh, in Vegas. Vegas. But, it's you know, clearly his phone, fault. Through yeah. the phone, it's your fault. <laughs> right. Gosh, I don't know why I did that to him. That was recent, too. I feel bad. Sorry to Pops. Yeah. Uh, no, Apologize to your dad. Shout out to dad. <laughs> Oh man, it totally. And he was being patient with you. That's, he was being so nice. patient. Yeah. Yep. I really hate when people ask shit in the wrong way. Mm. That shit irritates me so bad. I'm notorious. Oh, really? I'm oh, bad my at that. God. I'm bad. I have a this friend. This mouth, you know? <laughs> Women with their attitudes. People are like, what that mouth do? Ruin a lot of fucking really Relationships, happy moments. Yeah. <laughs> Ruin w- happy moments. And, you know, my boyfriend says, uh, come correct. Or is mm-hmm. disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like that, you know. Yeah. You need to come correct with your questions. People, Shoot, why are you interrogating people me? People just so immediate on the defense mm. with their aggression. And it's like, yo, chill. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> it's just Instagram. You know what's crazy is I think that some people do talk to people hella rude. Yeah. I just do in think general. people talk to other people rude. So um, someone said, you know, it's interesting to see or judge the character by how they treat someone who can't do anything back for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like, you know, when you're in that position of authority over a coworker, that might be reflective of poor leadership, whatever. But, you know, how you talk to insecurities for sure. But like how you talk to a complete stranger that can do nothing for you. So AKA right. a homeless person, how you're interacting with, yeah. with people like that. That's pretty telling. I feel I like uh, I've noticed a lot of like, I don't even I don't want to call them homeless because I don't even know if they're homeless. They look very young, mm-hmm. capable, mm-hmm. and they're asking for money. And I'm, and I think to myself, like, come on, bro. Like, I understand some of these vets. Yeah. I, unfortunately, they've been screwed out of their, you know, in life. They've been, you know, didn't go their way in drugs or whatever. Whatever the case may be, I understand why they're in the situation they are. Yeah. But you're young, capable, especially these days with so much opportunity and help like for sure i think a lot of it is mental health mental health yes so people are not getting the appropriate mental health help that they need and when you've um 
burnt every bridge in your life. Mm -hmm. So family and friends can no longer help you because you become a drain to them, right? Um, And then there's no mental health help. And you can't force anyone to go to seek mental health help. So it has to be voluntary, right? And so when people don't think they have a problem and they don't get the appropriate help, then I think that's why we see this number of what appears to be capable, you know, healthy, you know, young people who... Hmm. Are without a home when really you there's some serious. Mental just made me issues. feel ignorant. <laughs> no, don't feel ignorant. <laughs> because I, I honestly didn't think about like, man, what if they are going through something? But yeah. to me, I'm just like, you're capable. You're like, capable. Yeah, you a lot of people Stop we see them. For money. Right, we see them, and I'm like, dude, get a job. Like, yeah. if you ever get that feeling of when you look at someone and you're like, get a job trust that there's probably some reason <laughs> right. that person's not getting a job. Do you and it's probably got to do with mental health because. I don't know many people who are willingly like, oh, no, I'm cool with the street. It's cool. I'm sleeping right here. I'm cool with just asking for money. Right. Somebody who's got their, you know, their thoughts in their head together isn't going to willingly be in that situation. I do know people who were homeless because they were out of money and they, you know, lost the place that they were living. And they were homeless temporarily as they were looking for work or between jobs. You know, couch surfing only can last so long. You know, (laughs) maybe they don't know anyone in the area. And then they are homeless no more. You know, they work themselves out of poverty. But what's crazy is there's people who stay... Those people have drives. There's, there's, yeah, I mean... Motivation. There's a a difference between someone who's been, you know, on a streak of poor luck um, or poor decision-making even. And then people who, like physically or i'd say rather you know mentally are incapable of of getting their life together you know through either mental health issues or addictions i think mental health is so big these days did mm. you, you watch do you watch football i yeah uh, <laughs> i play fantasy oh okay I so pre- you know who I pretend to know what i'm doing Aaron hernandez is <laughs> i do he had a documentary the documentary tell me about it <laughs> you haven't watched it? i haven't yet <clears throat> it's pretty much he ended up killing his friend, mm. which ended up being his girl, his fiance's sister's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He killed him, cold blood, just and left his body there. But the, it it dug up things like he killed two other people, oh. and he tried to kill another guy. And they were just like, "What is he doing? He's firing. He has everything. He you know he's an NFL player. He just got a five, forty dollar forty million dollar contract. Like what? Why would what are you?" you doing? And then when all, they traced it back, you know, when he was a kid, his dad was so strict. Then when his dad died, his mom dated somebody immediately after she he died. So he couldn't even feel comfortable living at home. So he went and, you know, started hanging out the wrong people. And then all the collisions and hitting and football. Did they link the it to CTE? They did. Oh. And he had like a wild, like when they cut his brain in that or, you know, did the section. It was like the it was exaggerated mm-hmm. how much damage yet yeah yeah for sure but cte is real i unfortunately have a number of friends who have taken their own life from um that's great you know what we believe to be you know the results of cte for sure yeah and he did he ended up taking his life and people were like i don't feel bad for him because of all the shit he did and it's like you gotta sit back and think like you know not everybody's brain works the same Mm -hmm. and not everybody's brain when his damage works the same right so and then even though yes he did some fucked up shit we don't know right right how messed up he really was and then take take someone who's unstable and then they're on a substance or they're abusing some sort of medications right that doesn't help that imbalance at all yeah it's really unfortunate it came to the we were watching the documentary and she's all babe if we have a son would you let him play football and Mm. I, i played football Mm. And they made me think. I was like, I remember leaving practice with massive headaches from the hitting. Like, right. where like shaking my head a little bit would hurt, hurt physically, like hurt my body. Wow. And I was like, damn, I don't know. 
now I've been seeing this, like now this CT has been discovered and right. caused from football and injuries. And I'm like, hmm, well, I don't know. That's why my boyfriend said that's why he played baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he played football in high school too. But he I played. had so many injuries that I would just, I didn't want to complain about because I didn't want to sound like a bitch. Right. So I, I mean, there's that whole them. thing about masculinity yeah. and we can go on and on about <laughs> how that, you know, affects the male, the male psyche the as evil, well. Yeah. Yeah, right. And so for sure. Yeah, it is insane what football does, but you know that I chalk football up to the same as uh, all these religions everyone's addicted to. Oh, yeah. is, you think it's like a higher power? No, no, no. I think that people are um, are just kind they of like own following a, the masses. Owns a day. Yeah, I, I think that football. <laughs> Say it. Oh no. Say it. Oh, look what I've started. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No. I think um, football is a form of new slavery, and I think that oh, most everybody. Definitely. I think everybody's kind of brainwashed. Into I said it. that in episode twenty, we were talking to my friend who does body bodybuilding. Bodybuilding, yeah. And I was like, "How do you feel about the combine?" And I feel like it's like insane. Oh, even even his bodybuilding when he's on stage, I was like. Who's the strongest? Who's the most cut? Who's mm-hmm. who's gonna, who's gonna be my trophy? You know, like right, who's, right. who's judging you? These guys are judging a bunch of cut up dudes. Like like if right. it was slavery, and he was like it's most crazy. definitely. And even NFL Combine, like who's the fastest? Who could jump the highest? Who's the strongest? And it's like yeah, well, yeah, and they're paying for them, so almost buying them literally in contract, literally buying them in yeah. contract. Yeah. So yeah, and it, I get if it. If you sit it, back, you're like. This is real close to slavery. I mean, the only option, the only difference is they can walk away. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> it just has too many similarities. So I know yeah. that there's plenty of people who will have uh, differing opinions, and oh, they're like, "Absolutely yeah. not! It's not like it's not slavery." Um, I, th- I think it's it's just definitely a new modern form of uh, controlling controlling the youth. <laughs> what is it like um, when they legalize weed? Um, what was the term they used? They they regulated it. Regulated, so right. Regulated well, slavery. Yeah, regulated slavery. <laughs> yeah, I think what happens is is it becomes the model. Yeah. Um, s- success as a pro athlete becomes a model that young people seek to achieve. Like that, that's yeah. a model of success, yeah. right? And so when you're a professional athlete and you're successful and that's what you're exposed to as a child, you think that success equals what you get from, you know, this ridiculous contract of, you know, whatever team you're assigned to. And so what happens is, is that's what children end up working towards. They want to be a professional athlete mm-hmm. and that's what they're trying to, Everybody and wants to be Michael Jordan. it becomes a cycle of, um, you know, young people focusing on their athletic prowess and not everyone's going to be as good as the <laughs> right. people who play in yeah, the pros. And so I think that also people, not everyone has realistic expectations and they don't give up and they don't, they keep and going and you see, and we see that I see people, I'm like, bro, you're still trying to be a professional athlete. Like what is happening right now? It's and, and I think for them, it's like, it's a passion. It's a dream. You know, they don't want to, they don't want to give up. You hear enough stories of people not giving up on their dream. And I'm going, I don't know if you're realizing that you're chasing a dream. Um, and in order for you to dream, you need to be asleep and all of y'all are sleeping. <laughs> Nobody's woke in this situation. Not just that, like, but it's what like, are you chasing after? They're chasing and chasing and chasing and their life is, you know, going right by them. Right. And they're digging themselves in holes to chase this dream. You know, you're putting your body through a lot of physical stress. Um, but, yeah, it could be said for just about anything. Um, yeah, like rappers. Or some is just right? like, come on, man. Right. Like, you gave it a, you gave it an honest try. 
It didn't work <laughs> out. You didn't have the I single. I wish I could see Jonah's face right now. You should see this man. Like you, you tried, and, and I, you know, applaud try. you for this this effort. But <laughs> he said you gave it an honest <laughs> try <laughs> with the little like soft punch chin. You know, <laughs> hey kiddo, yeah, you got it, champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, with a lot of things like sports oh, no. and, and music, because they see like, oh my god, these guys are making it. They're millions. They just got lucky. I they, think they, Obama said it best, and I'm going to mess up the quote. So sorry for my Obama <laughs> fans. He said something like, "Not everyone is LeBron James, oh, and yeah. not everyone's Little Wayne, yeah. or whoever Jay Z, whoever I think it was he said." Wayne, yeah. And I'm thinking like, you're not all going to rap like Lil yeah. Wayne. Y'all are not about to ball like LeBron. Everyone needs to take several seats, <laughs> have, do things in your free time. <laughs> Shoot. Here's the thing. I love to draw. And oh, nice. people who are very, very close to me, they know I love to draw. And it's going to stay in my own personal book because if I try to make a living off of what I'm drawing, <laughs> I'm not going to even have enough for ramen. Okay, so <laughs> You'll have a ramen moment. I'm going to have a ramen moment. My mom, uh, bless my mom. She, I love my mom. But she always says, like, sell your work, sell your drawings. I'm like, because I do graffiti. I was like, who's going to want to buy my name <laughs> repeatedly? <laughs> Like, mom, come on. She's like, you never know. I'll just do a bunch of names and people buy them like, mom, I love you. They Stop. do that at Universal Studios on the back yeah. of their shirts. <laughs> With the airbrushing and shit. And um, but I, I, have, I understand completely that there's people way better than me. Mm. And maybe that's not my gift. I'm okay it. at it, but I, that's not my gift. And you probably have fun doing it for yourself or and for honestly, friends. And honestly, it's my therapy. Right. People, and, and she's the only one who's ever caught on to it. She's like... I've noticed when when I used to live with her that when you're drawing is because you're you must be going through something, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, damn, she fucking caught on to that shit. Same, Cause same. If same. I sit down and draw, it's because I'm just trying to clear my mind. You know what's crazy? I ain't drawn in a while. I've been having a good hey, life. Same. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's been years. You know, that's one of mine right there. I love it. I love yeah. it. But you're so right. Yeah, that's typically when you find that therapeutic. You know. Um, or cathartic uh, mm-hmm. space and time just drawing or coloring. <laughs> and I, I told somebody, I was like, I have no patience. I mm. have zero patience for people asking me, like, if if we're doing something, you keep asking me over and over. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how many times do I have to tell you? Only when it comes to drawing does my patience kick in because mm. I'll sit there and draw a line so smooth and slowly and mm-hmm. put so much attention to it. And they're just like, why do you put attention to that? It's calming. <laughs> Mm-hmm, for sure. No, I totally resonate with that. Um, what do you like to draw? I do a lot of line work. So nice. just a fine tip Sharpie. Oh, I love them. And that's it. I'll do mandalas or um, different geometric shapes. Oh, nice. Sacred geometry. It's really That's cool. hard. It's fun. It it's is difficult. Very, it takes time. Very hard. It takes patience. Patience. Like very lot of patience. Yeah. I'm, you know I'm what uh, pinstriping is? I do. Oh, I do. God, Ridiculous. that is hard. Yes. <laughs> to have the symmetry with one try. One. There's no redo, no eraser. Wild. One try. Yeah. yeah. Those guys are women. All, whoever's doing it, shoot. Very impressive. It is. It is. That's <laughs> how I feel about my nail lady, too. I'm just kidding. Oh, she's good? <laughs> it's time for a fill. I noticed that earlier. Oh, uh, <laughs> Jonah's coming for the neck. He said it's time for Well, these are my nails, so there ain't nothing oh, to fill. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, oh, so watch out. Sorry. Snapping back okay. at you. <laughs> yeah. He said it's time for a fill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like to do that. When girls post something and I see they get, I was like, time for a fill. And they're oh. like, oh, my God, I hate you. I'm like. That if is I notice, hilarious. If I notice, there's other people that notice. If I notice that man you chasing, don't notice. 
<laughs> Some guys don't care. Oh, I don't care. Don't I don't. I don't care if my girl has a feel or not. But I'll tell her like, babe, it's done for a pill. Yeah. That is funny. I'm gonna see my man here soon. I'm gonna see if he says something. He better not. <laughs> I was gonna say though, not, ain't nothing to feel. These are my natural nails. I, I just know. need to repaint. I oh, okay, that's what it is. Repaint. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't got a damn chip though. People who know me know I don't. I don't walk around with chip nail polish now. Nice. No, I are you hands on at work? I am, you know, not, or is it more not like this job. When I'm on the ship, I am. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I'm on the ship, I, I definitely need a, to get my nails done more frequently. What kind of ship is it? Oh, good question. Is it a carrier? <laughs> I've been on a, a couple different types of ships. Um, I was on an amphib, an amphibious oh. ship, an LPD, landing platform dock. I was on a cruiser, hmm. and... Um, I was on two littoral combat ships. LCS, oh, nice. those are new. Those things look really cool if you Google them. I've been on a carrier. Nice. Those the, what, motherfuckers. The no, this is a long time ago. <laughs> those motherfuckers are big. A city. On this is a ocean. city on the water. All of the ships are a little mini city. That's just a big one. That's yes. <laughs> I remember I was at one end. I was like, this floats. Right. Like, <laughs> How does this thing float? <laughs> I remember in high school. I'll never forget this. This girl swore she was in the military. <laughs> In high school? In high school. Was she in ROTC? I have no idea. You don't know. She swore that she was in charge of missile launching. In high school? Yes. And she okay, hold told, on. And she told teachers and like would go up and present, like, I am in charge of missile launching. <laughs> and here's the best part. And I was like, <laughs> this is when I, I was like, I'm going to let it slide. Maybe, maybe by the off chance that she's right. But then this Wait, is when. In well, high school? In high school. She was a junior. Y'all tripping. <laughs> and this is when I knew. I was like, this can't be true. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I am done. My sister's husband at the time, he was in the Navy. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm asking. Fuck this shit. She said that the Coronado Bridge opens. No. Opens. No. I know. She said it would open for the boats to go through. And I was just like, that's fucking bullshit. That shit is high as fuck. I'm asking. He laughed at me so hard. He's all, why would you believe her? I was yeah. like, I didn't believe you. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, the Coronado Bridge does not open. There are bridges that do yes, open. Yes, but this one's high enough for anything to go on. That is true, I would say. It does have a quite the air draft. That's yeah. what we call it. And yes, ships are able to get <laughs> underneath the Coronado Bridge without us ripping it in half. And Maybe you can answer this. Is it true or is it myth that the Silver Strang blows up for the ships to... What? No, I can't tell you no secrets about none of that. I was gonna say, I've never heard that. Never. You said that the silver strand blows up. Yeah, so like it, it's that it has like I don't I don't want to say dynamite, but it has some type of explosive. Why? That if in the emergency the ships need a quick exit, that it would go through there. They destroy the silver strands, so the boats can come through. That sounds like something crazy. Sure. That's a, that's something oh. that was said from back in the day. Dang. I'm from San Diego, I so that's what I'm say, saying. That like, must be a rumor from the yeah. San Diego natives. It's Dang. false. I mean, I don't know about no dynamite oh, under the silver strand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I think she just confirmed it, everybody. I don't know about all of that. <laughs> She's like, oh, fuck, how did he know? Yeah, the thing that is, that doesn't doesn't logically make sense. I don't know. Um, because I'm, <laughs> I assume that it's quicker chart, to go the other way. Yeah, if you look at a chart, I don't think that there's good water. Even if you just blew up the strand, it's not going like, to be deep enough. Dredge everything out. There's what we call shoal water just on the other side of like the buoy sets once um, you get under the bridge. So it would need to blow up more than just the strand. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, thank you. Debunked. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that doesn't seem. Urban legends right there. <laughs> yeah. I really used to think that I was but like, But oh, you know. did get me. I was like, huh, I guess that would be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a faster way 
out instead of going all the way around Coronado. But no, that's not. But right. isn't the base already on the edge? Of where? Of Coronado. That base. We have multiple bases. Ah. Thirty mm-hmm. Second Street. The base is. In well, that's Coronado. oh, that's Coronado. That was National City. Yeah, National City is Thirty Second Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not. Or Twenty Eighth Street is the exit off the highway, but the base is Main Street. Thirty Second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know there's a bunch of hookers in that area? You know, I haven't seen them. I drive there every what? day. What? I drive there every day. What? Let me tell you. Well, they're not there at six thirty in the morning. They should be. Shoot, half the time I'm not there at six thirty in the morning. <laughs> so for a li- I'm not gonna say what I do for a living, but I drive a lot. Mm-hmm. And one day it took me down there. Okay. And I was like, "Why is there a lot of girls just chilling outside?" And then one of them came and knocked on my window, and she's like, "Hey, looking for a date?" I was like, "Well." No, no, I'm not looking for a date. I just stopped to like check something on my phone. And so I keep driving and I see more and more and more. And I said, oh my God, these are hookers. How'd you know they were hookers? She, they were blowing kisses at me. Oh, okay. And I Maybe saw, they were just being nice. I'm uh, kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw this car pull up and she walked away. So he kept going and then another one walked away. How do you know I'll, they weren't just sailors? No, they I'm weren't. Just <laughs> the titties was out. <laughs> Cheeks were popping out. Oh my God. And I was like, I called my friend. I was like, bro, you know, there's He's like, yeah, bro. They're having a sale. Like, that what everybody you said? knows. <laughs> They're discounted this week. I was like, bro, two for one right now. Oh Come through. <laughs> Jesus. I called my girl. I was like, hey, oh my God, there's hookers out here. And she's I'm like, kidding. what? And I was like, and my boy was like, the world's right by the military base. I was like, yeah, I can see that. I have heard that. Got a I lunch break toppy. Oh my God. <laughs> I have heard that. And I've been here for seven years and I have not physically really? seen them myself. No, I've not seen them. It's nothing. I'm also from Las Vegas, so I have a different uh, idea of what a hooker looks like. They're much better in Vegas. I was going to say, if you're talking about, like, sometimes casually there's a lady who walks on the street, like, back and forth, like, if that's the hooker. (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah. I can't They're just standing on the corner. In Vegas. To me, it looks like they're waiting for an Uber. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this girl needs a ride. Let me ask her. In Vegas, they got the top quality. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen I've seen hookers. That's such a bad uh, urban legend that in Vegas prostitution is legal. It's there's not, like one place that. But it's not even in Vegas. It's no, in Nevada, but it it's is. not in Vegas. It's not in Vegas. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's wild. You know, I'm not down with none of that life at all. <laughs> the sex not. trade? No, absolutely not. Excuse How me. do you feel about the girls who have like the? Um, only fans or, or the premium I don't know I don't know the premium Snapchats and oh god I'm sure you see it you know I don't know too much about how it works but instead of answering that I have a similar funny thing and I should tell you how I feel about it <laughs> um, I didn't realize that there were um, ways that you could sell your underwear because there are weirdo people I wish out people there. see my face right now I know <laughs> You could sell like your socks or your underwear or whatever um, because there are people who have fetishes and they want like women's worn underwear and people pay money for girls to send them their underwear like their dirty undies. And so I'll leave it anonymous. But I had a friend who was like, girl, we need to be selling our underwear. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I did just leave the gym. Whoever's got that. Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 I'm like, I mean, shit. So, no, I mean, 
I absolutely think it's weird. I don't understand it. My brain is not wired that way to, to understand. understand how people have this fetish at all. So I can't come from a place of judgment because I literally don't understand. <laughs> it doesn't come like I don't understand buying them. I understand what they want them for. Yeah, sure. I guess I to don't smell them. Ew! Like I, I every guy, every guy what? in this world <laughs> has comprehend. grabbed some panties and smelled them. No way! Yes, every oh guy. Oh my god! I wish I could put an Instagram poll Guilty. right now. I need to know who, how yes, many of you out every there guy. have been smelling underwear? There's no not, way. One, there's not one guy. I, how how I old are we talking? How old? I was in my twenties. Oh shit! There's no way. There's a guy out there that hasn't curiously grabbed his girl's underwear or no. a girl he's hooked up with and was like i'll tell you what i'm never doing smelling boxers that's disgusting <laughs> that's disgusting and my underwear are too y'all are nasty <laughs> oh my god i put in work at this gym y'all are disgusting some guys like it like extra sweaty but like ew some guys just want to smell much, what it is too much <laughs> Well, I guess that makes sense. Are you buying underwear? No, most <laughs> like, definitely I got, not. I got free underwear with my yeah. girl right here. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, oh, man, I wonder what it smells like. I'm going to buy her panties, but I don't get the buying part. Like, it's cool to have that fetish, but to buy them, to waste well, money What if you on don't them? have girls that you can smell their underwear, so you have well, to I buy them? I guess you got to buy them, right? Yeah. Put a strip of them. Yeah, and like I said, I can't comprehend. My brain does <laughs> not work like that, so but I did don't you get sell it. Them? Hell no. No? How no. much were they offering? It, they were ranging from like 15 to $60, $70. Wow. Yeah, and I'm thinking like... Like, yo, oh, I just came out the gym. Well, the These are kind of... I'm not kidding. There were people who were like, the way that they were soliciting them is the girl was like, just got off my period. And I'm like, That's people want period dis- underwear? And then another one was like... Then another one was like... Is this a website? Like, yes. And another oh, one shit. was like, you know, just pleased myself all over my panties. Like, buy these for $25. And I'm like... What the fuck is going on? Well, imagine if you had to get rid of some panties and you want some new panties, but you don't want to spend the money because Vicky's <laughs> Secret gets expensive. You're like, I'm going to sell these old undies so I can get these new undies. <laughs> That's kind of disgusting. I'm going to go ahead and let my, I'm going to table that thought. I'm going to send that back to my friend and let her know, hey, look, Jonah came up with a better plan. Look, we're yes. not selling it for fun. We're You're selling, selling it to replace our Yes, new. it's like, you remember when you would buy CDs, but you wanted a new CD? You take back the other CDs you don't want no more oh my to God. get the new CD. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I was burning all my own CDs. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be this place called Music Trader. You'd go and take your old CDs. You didn't want them more. They give you credit towards the new CD. Mm. That's all it is. Wow. Like it. With the underwear. That's, That's all, all it is. Some guys want bra. There's guys who buy shavings, um, the callus on the feet. What? Guys that buy the Jonah toenail too much, clippings. Too much. Uh-uh. <laughs> Guys that buy toe or guys that buy toe picks. Okay, what time is this over? That is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> There's some creepy ass dudes out there. There are creepy people. Ew. Yeah. No thanks. You're missing a lot of income right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! When I'm thinking back on the ramen moment, I'm gonna I know, think, right? what could I have done more? <laughs> Yeah. You better never have a ramen yeah. moment. That poor girl you were just a, you were dissing. She's out here fucking shaving her armpit hairs and selling them for. Hey. She's missing out on all that income. I wonder if the IRS can track that. Oh my god! Hey, you sold three panties this year. We sold three. <laughs> we want our cut. Can you charge sales tax? That's California crazy. Sales tax. So you don't get it. You don't understand the whole. No way. 
I don't get it. I I can't comprehend. I'm, I'm genuinely and I don't surprised. need to. I, I think I'm okay with financially not understanding, you're right. and I am okay financially. <laughs> like I don't need to sell it, and I don't think I care to understand. I always think that most girls have a bunch of dudes in their DMs offering, asking. Oh, yes, the DM question. The DM question. Mm, the DM. Is yours busy, Christina? My DMs, I would say, are moderately busy compared to the DMs that I have seen of other girlfriends of mine. Mm. So. Um, they're not as dry as others, but they're definitely not as insane as some of them. I had friends. a friend who was on episode 19. She said that she gets random dick pics. Okay, thankfully. Unsolicited, unsolicited I dick pics. I got one or two of those when I first started Snapchat, and oh. then I just but got the off of Snapchat. That's people that you know. Boy, I know. Like, Instagram, anybody can... Send you a picture. Trust me, I know, That's and I'm rude. not on Snapchat no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I was getting some strange stuff on Snapchat, so Snapchat was not my life. Um, so I don't use Snapchat anymore. But that that kind of stopped with that, thankfully. With Instagram, it's more so people who I call it the the hey strangers. Ah. The good old fashioned hey stranger. hey stranger, like People I post know. a picture and then it's the coming out the woodworks from the past, <laughs> kind of like just catching up. Just want to oh, see how yeah, you've yeah. been. This Man, is fishing. Uh, yeah, I've I see you in the gym killing it. Keep it up, girl. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks. The fucking reaction, the fire, the yes. hard eyes, and all that. Yes, yes. But you know, I can. It's so crazy. I know that it, I sound insane when I say this, but I feel like I can always tell. Even if it is just an emoji, depending on the emoji they choose, right? <laughs> I feel like I can always tell when people are being genuinely like hyping and supporting and when they're just downright being creepy. Just being like, thirsty. could you just get the fuck up <laughs> out of my, you know? And honestly, I don't mean to tell my secrets, but, you know, if I don't double tap and like whatever you've sent me, if I just leave you hanging, like you're being creepy. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if I'm not, Straight if I'm not up. responding, Straight you're creeping. Up. Cause I'm a responder. Like I don't, I don't like leaving people on red for no reason. So yeah, if you get left without any type of response, you really pushed me to Isn't like. Isn't there just days that you just don't want to double, like react or reply and just like. I don't ever feel like that. I don't feel like it's that big no. of a deal to double tap. No. I, don't mind. I always feel like it's rude. To like double I tap? Feel, I feel rude. Like, I when feel you like, double tap? Yeah, like if somebody reacts to something, man, I feel like it's rude to just double tap. Like I, I engage and then they don't. I'm just like, oh, no, nah, I feel like a dumbass. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but just because I, I, I don't. You feel like it's too flippant of a response. Yeah, right. Like it's, uh, uh, like just, it's too kind of like a K. Oh. Nobody likes K. You look at the double tap like a K. Yeah, so if I do a double tap, oh. I feel like. You just said K. Yeah, like K, thanks. Like, <laughs> not even Some, thanks. Someone just, sent heart eyes to your picture. You're like. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> no. Duh. I love that you loved it. <laughs> That's funny. There's a guy that uh, I don't have you on my personal Instagram, but and I always forget to add you. But um, I go to the gym. I know I'm big, but I go to the gym. I've been going 16 days this month. Oh, nice. Out of 17. That's, That's not pretty bad. good. And a guy will send me the hard eyes. A guy. Okay. I don't think he's gay. But which there's nothing wrong with it. But it's like, do I double tap? Do I engage in that? Well, oh my god, I don't know how to react. Has he said to it. anything? Only hard eyes. It's always like hard eyes and like, you know, like the keep it up and. But it's like the hard eyes, you know. Yeah, why the hard eyes? Why the hard very eyes? interesting. Why not the clapping? <laughs> why not the clapping? Can I I'll get take the, the fire? fire. <laughs> <laughs> but the hard eyes, I'm like. Mm. Yeah, that's very interesting. Hmm. I have a lot of gay friends, and I have a. 
I mean, naturally, then I also have a lot of straight friends, but <laughs> I have a lot of gay men, specifically gay men, um, in my life. And, um, you know, they send me the hard eyes for everything, but, but they're not flirting with me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't think that it Would you makes feel you gay. uncomfortable if a gay woman sends you the hard eyes? No. No? Not at all. Mm. But, um... You know, I don't necessarily think that the use of the hard eyes makes you inherently feminine because that's obviously what we're what we're leaning towards, right? Because women can send hard eyes and you wouldn't think twice. But if the man sends the hard eyes, you're going, hey, what's up with that? Yeah, like, right? mm, what's up with that brother? You see, I have a fiance. Stop it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You're like, I would, but I'm taken. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that it's it's only for only for. I try to you look know, at it like positive, like he's just like I think supportive so. of like me going to the gym. I think that's true. Now, I, I can say that um, I have seen exactly what it looks like when when a, a man is, is flirting with another man because this unfortunately happens to my boyfriend all of the time. <laughs> no shit. Yes. So he gets the hard eyes and the double taps and people slide in his DMs all the time. And when I when I say people, I really mean like men? very aggressive gay men. Wow. I say very aggressive as the caveat because I have, like I said, plenty of gay men in my life and none of them behave like that. So it's very specific. Um, I'm not sure what that's all about, but... I mean, maybe they're just shooting their shot. Yeah. My I friend at the bodybuilder told me that gay dudes hit on them tough. And yeah. they're very aggressive about it. Like, here's a selfie. Here's a... Um, yeah. Um, I want to take you out to drinks. I'm just like, damn, shit. With the bodybuilder guy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's up. I guess maybe for the listeners out there, you know, if you know any of your friends who are gay who are being aggressive, you better check them. <laughs> nah, because, let them cook. <laughs> you know, because I know, I mean, I know plenty of, of, like I said, I have plenty of gay men in my life and none of them behave like that on social media. Where, and when I say behave like that, I mean specifically sending unsolicited dick messages, pics. dick pics, <laughs> you know, whatever it might be to people who are not straight. Yeah. People who are straight or, or not obviously looking or interested. Yeah. You know, I think that's like, it's no different than when I get unsolicited exactly. dick pics yeah. or attention. It's I like, I told them that I was like, rude. now you know how every girl feels it's when true. they get a dick pic or it's selfie true. that they didn't want. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It, there is no difference. I think that's true. Yeah, great <laughs> observation. Yeah. Mm. But you got to check these guys trying to stoop on your man. I know. On your man. I have thought I've thought about that. I was like, how am I going to get involved? I'm like, I don't know. They're <laughs> three times my size. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to hope and pray that your man doesn't like <laughs> other men. <laughs> no way. There's a lot of closeted dudes uh, out there. That's true. There. You know what? I will acknowledge that. There are a lot of closeted dudes, which is unfortunate that they don't feel comfortable to express themselves, um, which I think would cause a lot less torment in their life. But I am not concerned. I think my <laughs> man is completely um, sure of what his sexuality is, and that's okay, too. Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, man, you're like, yeah, me too. I had seen... You ever heard of the singer Tank? Yes. Uh, did you hear what he said about um, dick sucking? No. He said that uh, if you suck one or two dicks, doesn't make you gay. Oh. <laughs> oh. He he took it in in the approach like, well, you suck dick once, you didn't know if you liked it, so you did it again. You realize you didn't like it, doesn't make you gay. And I was like, mm, that makes you um, 
pretty gay. You know what's crazy is it's there's a difference between using the term gay as the descriptor to how you feel uh, about a guy and then what someone's true sexual, sexual orientation curi- is, right? Sexual curiosity. Yes, because if we're going to say, well, like, it doesn't make you gay, I guess that might be true. Like, that person is now like, no, I only... I only like women. I tried it. I don't like it. I am not interested, and I only like women. I am not gay. And they're saying I don't identify as a gay, you know, a gay man. And you'd be fine with that? I think that that is a perfectly exceptional, a perfectly acceptable rationale. However, I also recognize that a lot of people use the term "gay" as a word for usually negative description right and so if they're using it as a negative descriptor and you're like uh you suck one one guy's dick like (laughs) you're gay and now you're saying like you're gay not because you care about that person's actual sexual orientation or preference because of what you're saying they're gay because what they did and now you're calling them gay yeah and they might actually not Not prefer men Hmm. but we're calling them gay and so, yeah, I can't say for certain that if a guy sucks a dick that he's gay because I it's don't just know weird, what his preference right? is. Because you think women like, oh, yeah, I experimented in college. Yeah, isn't you know, it crazy like, how people have more and it's leniency like, ooh, for and women? And a guy's going to be like, well, tell me more. Uh-huh. But if you guys like, yeah, you know, in college, I <laughs> sucked a couple of dicks. And it's going to be like, mm, you can't come over no more, yeah. bro. Yeah, <laughs> why do you think it's like that? Why is it unfair that Masculinity, uh, ego. Uh, do you insecurities. think that, do you think that there's less men than women who uh, experiment? Mm, yes. You think there's less men yeah. that experiment? Yeah. Definitely. What if what if it's not less and there's just less that talk about it because mm, they know that could be true as well. There's just more closeted experimenters. Yeah. Well, mm. I knew a, a guy. He said that there was a lot of gay dudes that he used to like hook up with, but they weren't gay. They had girlfriends and or wives and. And kids, and but they like enjoyed having sex with him, which I'm sure other men as well. But you know, they're not going to talk about it. So I'm sure there's an equal amount. Just yeah. women think that it's almost. It almost bothers me that some women like flirt with, you know, lesbians who are really lesbians who know like no, I no. only like women. Mm-hmm. And these women like, oh yeah, I'll try women out for a little bit. Oh never mind, I'm going back to men. No, no, I'll go back. And it's kind of like rude, like. <laughs> almost disrespectful to me. Uh, I feel like that disrespectful. That's an interesting perspective that you think. Yeah. Okay. I can see where you're where you're coming from with that. I think people are definitely curious and trying to navigate their situation through life. <laughs> yeah. And um, I have seen the uh, you know a number of women who have um, you know gone from from men or women you know pre and post relationship drama. So, you know, they get out of a relationship with a man and it didn't go very well. And then they're in a relationship with a woman and maybe they do that for a little while and they realize that, you know, it's not going well or that's there's a bad breakup and then they get back with the man. And so I see a lot of that seesawing and I don't think that <laughs> I don't think they're trying to be rude yeah. as much as a lot of people are pretty lost and they're trying to selfish. figure themselves out. You said they're being very selfish. selfish. I don't know. Because I've asked a lot of girls like, would you let a girl, you know, please you? Yeah. Would you do it? Oh, no. <laughs> then why would you even open the door for her to do it to you? If you have no intention of returning, returning it. Very That's interesting very perspective. Rude. Very rude. Wow. Very selfish. I have never heard it described as that before. <laughs> as rude or selfish? As either or of either? those two. <laughs> for someone hate? to be like, oh, that's rude. It or, is. It's just like you're fucking with people's feelings, emotions. Mm. 
for but what your if the, own what pleasure. if the party that's that's participating is like no i'm down for just the physical i mean there's those cases as well but mm. most of the time i think and i could be wrong of course mm-hmm. uh, but women associate sex with feelings like they have you know, normally More a connected. woman's going to have sex with you if she feels something for you or emotionally i, would I mean there's hoes out there of course <laughs> but you know for the most part like they have to like you I, I, don't you think that's true for everybody? No. 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 You think that there's people who can have sex with no emotions? Yeah. Most definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm sure those people exist. I don't live my life like that. Again, <laughs> that's another one of those, like, I don't know. I can't relate. And I don't even have friends in my circle who act like that. I don't know. I'm living in a bubble. I, I've noticed that. I'm right now, bubble. it just hit me. I was like, she's so innocent. Poor innocent. child. I don't know if it's innocence <laughs> as much as it's, you know what it is? It's really cleansed energy. Because, mm. I mean, I did grow up in Vegas. So it would be silly for me to sit here and look you in the face and go, nope, I don't know anyone who has sex without feelings. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, like. Of course I do. But yeah, everybody I has that I one. Don't, I don't have any people in my in my immediate, immediate circle. circle or even my extended second or third order effect <laughs> friends. Like I don't even have extension friends that I know who are, behave that way. Hmm. So maybe I've just cleansed my, circle. <laughs> my circle so well <laughs> that I'm like, yeah, no, I have no idea. But yes, yeah, so if I take off the naive lens, um, <laughs> yeah, I can totally see that, but it's not yeah. something that resonates with me. It's really so far out of my view. You're like, she's so innocent. Like, like, I don't oh know if that's God, the so word I'd use. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's it's just it's definitely not in my uh, frame of reference. And now the only reason I think of this is because I used to at one point be kind of homophobic, like, mm. oh shit, they're gonna want to fuck me. Why would they want to fuck me? <laughs> 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 right? But I was a bouncer at a club that had a gay night. Ah, which one? This was when I lived up north. Oh, okay. And so I was like, I have to work. I'm going to do it. I don't care. And then the more I worked, the more I got to know these people. I was like, yo, these people are cool as fuck. Hell of cool. Like, I got nothing with you. I love you being out with the gays. Yeah, like, cool as fuck. Like, gay power, handle yours. I'm not gay, but you go ahead. Right. I have no issues with it. So they, they put me on game a lot, and I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I did not know all this. So now I think of it like, I just, like, look at it deeper. I'm just like, mm, that's kind of fucked up. Because they would get, I had a friend was dating a girl who wasn't always gay but you know they started dating and she started cheating on my friend with a guy mm-hmm. and it broke her just like mm-hmm. when she told me and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry she was just so heartbroken the fact that it was a guy you mm-hmm. know what i mean like because she was kind of like the 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 butcher yeah lesbian. so i was just like Ooh, that, that sucks you know what it is and it, it <laughs> It always hurts more when someone cheats on you with someone that is the exact opposite of you. It would almost mm. be better if, she's with if another girl? it was with another woman of similar, like, you know, mm. race, stature, whatever, right? But when the person is something that you could never be and is on the farthest end of the spectrum away from you, it makes you go, did you ever even like me? Is this what you <laughs> like? Like, I'm so right? confused, right? Yeah. And I remember, I remember those, those thoughts and those feelings in my, you know, relationships of past. And if someone is, you know... Um, you know, not being faithful and you find out that they're hooking up with somebody and they don't look anything, anything like, like you, you, like worse or better. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, you know how I feel. I think I'm the finest thing. <laughs> Cause um, I always think like, um, there's always those memes. Like you're over here going to the gym six days, six times a, a week. And mm-hmm. he's cheating you with the little box squared right, <laughs> right, right. chick and shit. But it's like, would you be okay if it was, uh, 
a pretty girl? Like, if it was somebody pretty, maybe you felt like maybe not as pretty as you, but pretty, you'd be like, well, you know, it's all right. Ah, that's a good question. I guess it would just really depend on the way that he behaved or moved. Mm. It's like, what are you doing when you get to the gym? Are you working out? (laughs) Like, do you guys take 25 selfies and post boomerangs together the whole time that you're working out? Kind of couple shit. Yeah, like, what are y'all doing, right? (laughs) But if it's like your workout partner and you're no kidding, like getting busy and, and doing your thing, I don't have any issue whatsoever. I hate working out with chicks. Really? Why? Yes. Why? Weight differential is probably the problem. Yes. I was going to say, because if you were working out with my girl, Lauren, I don't think you'd hate it. <laughs> She's throwing up just about the same amount as other men. I'm just, because it's like, one, I feel like guys do it. They're not, they don't want to work out. They just want to spend time with you and get to know you or, or oh, they think that that's like a, a, a mutual safe ground. Like, oh, it's the gym. She's not going to think anything of it. But you're not working out. You're not focused. You're chit-chatting. I don't know if that's true. I've had opposite experiences. I've, I feel like, for the most part, it's like, oh, let's go to the gym together. We're going to do arms. But it's like, if I'm going to go do chest, I don't want to be taking on and off blades mm. and then between chit-chats. You're like, you're not even... Got you. At that point, you're not even working you're out. You're not even working out. Okay, so that's not the experience that I have. Um, I have I, a couple of guy friends. Right? Who yeah, really like to go and work out with anybody. Yeah, no kidding. And but what's nice is if you are working out with someone who is quick about it too. So like, if we are doing bench press, right? If all that they're doing is adding one plate that's different from mine, and that Damn you can strong. leave mine on, right? You know, <laughs> no, like yeah, if, if they're definitely. just adding on a forty-five on each side, then that's easy as hell. I do my thing, right? We take off the forty-fives. It's quick. Yeah. Then you do your thing. I put them 40. You know what I mean? You put the 45s back on. There's two of us. So you really only go into one side. This doesn't take long. So if you're in there with purpose, then I don't think it it matters. If you're working out with someone who's uh, working out with different weight than you. So then separately, if the issue is working out with someone who doesn't lift your same weight. Yeah, that can be frustrating. But if you're in there, you can make it happen. That's just how I feel. I'm just like, I'm not. Then if you're talking about, you know, working out with a woman because people are being distracted. That's another story. I would never waste my time. Like. I will work out with a, uh, a female if it's legs. Why? Just because you feel like they women, go harder? Yeah, women go a lot harder on legs than men do. Facts. That's probably There's no true. Doubt. Yeah. I remember I did a workout with a girl, a friend, and man, Leg man, day. my legs were fucking dead. <laughs> it was hard to sit uh, on yeah, the It was toilet. hard to sit. Hard. Oh, my God. And I remember I told my friend, he's, he used to like train with me, and he's, he got kind of like, what? You saying she's better than me? I was like, bro, bro. women just know a little bit more exercise on legs. Like, <laughs> Men just do the squats, the fucking, you know, the the curl, the leg curls. Yeah, but it's because we're watching Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm building my booty from the booty band workouts that yeah. I'm watching. <laughs> the 30 day ab workouts. Yeah, yeah, shit. exactly. <laughs> so that's funny. That's the only time I'd be like, all right, if you're going to do legs, uh, I'm with it. For sure. Yeah, I'm going to learn something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get my booty up right. <laughs> My girl would be like, babe, it's it's growing. I'm it's like, growing. shut up. <laughs> it's growing. She's always a little bit there. I was like, no, don't talk to me. That's so funny. Man, it's so crazy how times have changed. I remember when working out, everyone wanted to like slim down. Like, does my butt look big? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Like, now it's like, is my butt bigger? Does it, Is it bigger? Yeah. How's my butt? Is it bigger? I so think some crazy. people just need a, it's a sometimes it's just genetics. You know, I know girls I who squat two plates and it's not growing, sweetie. It's just not, it's not growing. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny well there's definitely ways to grow muscle and also about how you're eating so she can right, squat all she wants but if she's not eating enough because you gotta eat some fats right yeah I mean, to send there's, a, there's all kinds of different uh theories on different diet plans yes yeah. fats and you know high proteins yeah. but 
That's another. <sighs> that's a long. We need another two hours, Jonah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bring me back. I'll tell you all yeah. about my plant-based um, life. Yeah. Oh, you're plant-based. Oh no, here you don't open. <laughs> don't open the box. I was thinking about doing a couple weeks of plant-based. <laughs> oh yeah, I've, I've been doing it here for a few months now, and it's been no pretty meat. great. So I can't lie to you and pretend like I've done absolutely no meat at all ever. But I have significantly cut it back to the point where I'm probably have had meat maybe two or three times in a month. Wow. Yeah. So That's pretty good. almost nothing. That's almost nothing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like I don't do meat during the week at all. At all. So, you know, Monday through Friday, there's no meat. Um, and usually on the weekends, I do pretty well. And every once in a while, there's like some taco situation. <laughs> or <laughs> you can't say somebody, no to taco. Or somebody's Sorry. like got some, um, what do I call it? Smoke in the brisket. If oh, somebody smokes amazing. a brisket, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I got to just put all of my ethical dilemmas aside, <laughs> not worry about it because I'm tasting that motherfucking brisket. Yeah. No, right. but, you know, for the most part, I do I do completely go plant, plant-based. plant and It's been great. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. Highly recommend it. Give it a try. I mean, I'm not against it. Have you watched Game Changers? No. <gasps> Get on board. There is another one, What the Hell? Yeah, What the Hell, Game Changers. They're good. Yeah. Game Changers is a Somebody good Somebody was trying to debunk them. A doctor was trying to say that there was... There's always someone trying to yeah. debunk somebody. Yeah. Everybody's oh. an expert. Everyone's <laughs> an expert. Hell, I'm an expert. Right? <laughs> I'm published on a published, podcast yeah. now. So I'm published. <laughs> Officially a recording artist. <laughs> Bio on the DM. Oh, my gosh. Oh wait. DM me for collabs. Yeah. <laughs> no, so but um, thank you. I so appreciate it. Thank you for the convo. It was nice. Of course. Hopefully you can listen to some of the other ones. Are you kidding? They're very different from this one. Oh, okay. You know, I I talk a lot of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. But it was a different different convo. It was a good convo. Hopefully the listeners didn't fall asleep halfway through. Nah, they'd be all right. (laughs) They were like, we're talking about politics. Yeah, oh my God, politics or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good. Listen to the end. Fast forward to the panties. Fast forward to when she sells her panties, yes. All right, Jenna, I so appreciate your time. No, I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming out. Thank you, Christina. What's your Instagram? CD underscore. CD underscore connect with three N's. You know what I'm saying? Connect, because I'm really connecting people. (laughs) CD underscore connect. Connect. No Mm -hmm. Snapchat. No Snap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it probably exists, but don't be snapping. <laughs> a bunch of un, a bunch of dick pics just sitting <laughs> <Yes>. there, unread, <laughs> unread, unopened. <laughs> I'm not. I'm terrified. Well, hopefully we can do it again. Yeah, thank of you for course. coming. All right, I appreciate you. Peace out. Thanks Episode for Episode twenty one. Follow us on IG Barbershop Confidential, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>